When the Narendra Modi-led central government rolled out the Goods and Services Tax or GST in July of 2017, it was pitched as the greatest indirect tax reform in India. It was meant to streamline processes between the center and states and further the cause of what is known as one nation one tax. But the sailing since then has not been as smooth as one would have liked it to be. Even if its intent has been backed by most, the center has often been criticized for the messy rollout of GST. And now, when the coronavirus pandemic has hit the Indian economy hard and squeezed government revenues, we are seeing quite a row between the center and states over GST compensation. We are also hearing the questions of cooperative federalism being raised. So what is the whole controversy about? Why are some states miffed? What is the government's solution to the problem and what might lie ahead? Let's take a deep dive with AKB to understand. The goods and services tax uh, as we all know was started uh, from 1st July 2017. Uh, it went off all right uh, with uh, the GST Council, uh, which was a body created under uh, the GST regime, uh, would sit periodically and decide on what should be the rates for different goods and different services. And all the states would be a member of this GST Council. Problem arose uh, when the particular provision under the GST Act uh, came under uh, some sort of uh, uh, uncertainty, which is that uh, the GST law had provided an assurance to all the states which had given up their sovereign rights uh, to tax uh, goods and services that their collections on GST would be protected at an annual growth rate of 14% based on what they were collecting in year 2015-16. In other words, if the states were collecting 100 rupees in 2015-16, then from 2017-18 onwards, their annual growth rate would be 114, 100, like that. So the states sign on to the GST arrangement on this assurance that they must get 14% annual increase for the next five years, which meant 2017 to 2022. Now, if the 14% growth was not ensured, which meant if the states did not manage to collect more than 14% in their kitty, during the first five years of GST regime, there was a provision under the GST regime that there would be a compensation mechanism for meeting the shortfall of the states. So what is the mechanism under GST to compensate states for their revenue shortfall? Now, how was that compensation mechanism um, uh, made operational was that the GST council decided to levy what is called GST compensation cess on a few items which are considered demerit or sin goods or luxury goods. For example, cars were considered uh, high-end consumer goods. So there was a compensation cess over and above the peak rate of 28%. There were tobacco items uh, like that. There are about 
quite a few items on which this GST compensation says ranging from around 16 to 5% was levied over and above the peak rate of the GST rate of 28%. Now this compensation says was collected and kept initially in a public account and later on it was transferred at the end of each financial year to the Consolidated Fund of India. And whatever was the shortfall, this composition cess amount was used to meet the shortfall of the states. Now, the fact of the matter is that in the first two years, which is 2017, 18, 18, 19, and even 2019-20, so this is the first three years actually, there was no need for using the composition cess beyond what was collected. In other words, the composition cess that was collected was enough to meet the state's requirement to maintain their 14% annual growth rate of collections. Where then did the problem arise? What was the trigger? The problem arose in 2020-21 when the, the state governments realized because of COVID-19 and the economic lockdown that was imposed, the collections have dropped to a level where 14% growth rate was almost an impossibility. The compensation cess fund was not adequate to meet that shortfall of the states. And that is the genesis of this GST controversy and why states are upset. What exactly are the states demanding? The states are demanding that the center must provide for a mechanism by which through some market borrowing should be ensured so that the state's requirement of meeting their 14% annual growth rates met. What is the center's contention and what is it proposing as a solution? This is a very, very tricky situation because on the one hand, you have a situation where states would have, in any case, lost their revenue growth because of COVID. Now, the center argues that there are two kinds of losses. One is because of GST and, and, and the second factor is because of COVID-19. Now, the total annual compensation requirement for 2021 is estimated at around 3 lakh crore rupees. Out of which, the center had offered that it will open an RBI special window for offering 97,000 crore of borrowing to the states that need them. And the remaining amount uh, would be left to the states to raise their own borrowings to meet their individual requirements. That seems fair. Why then are uh, some states complaining? The problem has arisen from that point where some states, particularly Kerala, Punjab, West Bengal, they are complaining that the principles behind 
compensating the states for the loss of revenue have not been followed to the T. They are arguing that it is important for the center to first recognize that the loss of revenues must be compensated through the GST council mechanism. And the second point is that the borrowing that is done should be, should be undertaken not by the states, but by the center. The center argues that no, the, it should be a borrowing done by the states. And in any case, the center has proposed under the GST council that the compensation cess enforceability, the applicability of compensation cess will be extended by one more year so that the states will be able to collect the extra money and pay back the borrowing that they, they undertake. So what should the center and states do now? Analysts believe that the states should not insist on a 14% annual growth rate in their revenues to be the benchmark for deciding on what should be the compensation level. They argue that after COVID-19, the growth rate in the revenue would have fallen in any case. So therefore, states should come on the table with a demand for a lower revenue growth projections on the basis of which their compensation amount should be determined. There are others who feel that the compensation amount uh, should uh, be be created or the compensation sets should be created uh, and the shortfall should be met by market borrowing and that decision should be taken in the GST council. In case of a dispute, how should it be settled? There is yet another element in this entire GST compensation controversy which is that uh, if the states insist on a voting the GST Council to decide on what should be the final course of action. And if there is a dispute, what should be the dispute settlement mechanism? There are states which believe that the, the, the voting should not be the end of all disputes. On the contrary, if states feel that they have been an aggrieved party after the voting mechanism, they should have an independent course left to them to seek remedies of their grievances for which there should be an independent dispute settlement mechanism within the framework of the GST regime. There is also another issue which is troubling the states. Uh, the states who are not agreeing to the center's offer of 97,000 crore of borrowing, uh, they feel uh, that uh, in a voting, the center only needs the support of about 20 states uh, to uh, let their uh, proposals go through. Uh, because out of those 30 states, each state have a vote strength of 2.15 and any proposal uh, can get approved if it gets an approval from 75% uh, of the total votes. And since the center has got 33% voting strength, so 
if you get 20 states to support the center, then the proposal goes through. What are the odds in favor of and uh, against the government's proposal at present? In the given current situation, uh, already 21 states have agreed to support the central proposal. So therefore, technically, if in the next council meeting, there is a vote, the center's proposal of offering 97,000 crore of loans or borrowings made available to the states through a special RBI window will go through. And what will also go through is the compensation cess to be enforced uh, for one more year, that is till the end of 2023, June 30th. If that happens, will that not lead to more controversy? Now, if that happens, then the center will argue that all disputes are now over, the voting have taken place, so therefore the compensation will take place in accordance with the vote result, that is 97,000 crore of borrowing plus cess continuation for one more year. But the states which are opposed to this idea and they would like to go beyond the vote and want a dispute settlement mechanism to be in place. So I think the coming days uh, will be uh, very controversial because the center will have to take the dissenting states on board and try to convince them that their entire compensation amount uh, must be met and the borrowing needs will have to be met in a manner that the states don't feel agreed. After all, GST is a, a, an example of cooperative federalism where every state must be part of the process and contribute to the idea of one country, one tax and one market. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week with another Deep Dive with AKB. If you like this, share it and subscribe to Business Standard. For more news, views and insights, log on to www.business-standard.com. Do also follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Telegram and LinkedIn.